0: Welcome back to If I Had to Talk, and thank you for waiting an extra week for this episode to be released. I'm your host, Michelle, and today's episode is going to be very interesting, and by that I mean I'm going to be spilling some tea today, and like the title suggests, it's going to be about church, but it's not just going to be about the tea. I do have a point, and I'll get to that at the end. Before we get started, please follow and share this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and follow by Instagram at michelle sumi lee to stay updated on each episode as they get uploaded. So last week in my 1 minute podcast update, I said that I was going to take a break because things have just been all over the place. You know, I said I've been having bad dreams again. One of my dreams was about my mom getting murdered. And I had another dream of people getting murdered while playing a game to win money so it was basically like squid game style i don't really know why i had that kind of dream like i don't know what it means but basically the players were trying to win money from courtney kardashian i know random the players were me my sister's friend debbie ryan and then some guy i saw in a documentary like some random characters that I don't even know why showed up in my dream. Apparently dreams of murder has something to do with stress and like frustration. Obviously I already knew that that was probably what it meant, but I feel like that was a sign for me to take a break and just relax because I realized that lately I've been feeling even more stressed than I usually am. And it's because like a lot of things have just been happening in my personal life, and I didn't really know how to deal with it, yeah, I can talk about it, but that doesn't mean it's going to change anything. You know what I mean? I can talk about this specific thing that's been stressing me out, but that doesn't mean that it's going to like disappear from my life. It's kind of like that thing where words don't really mean anything. No matter how much I talk about it or rant about it, it's not going to change much in my life. So I decided to take a break, and this week I'm back. I chose to talk about this topic because I've always wanted to rant about church to someone, but I didn't really know how to bring it up without completely bashing the idea of going to church. So all I can say is, please listen all the way through to get the main point that I want to get across, because I do have one, and I'm not just ranting just because. As a PK, I felt that I'd be the best person, if not the only person who could talk about church. PK stands for pastor's kid. And yeah, there are good and bad things to it. But for me, it's like there's more bad that comes out of it than good. There's like a lot of unwanted attention. And I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I don't really like getting attention. The thing about being a PK is that there's also the thing where you're kind of expected to live up to high standards you're kind of expected to be a bible expert or like a master of bible trivia and you're also expected to be a goody two-shoes because you're the child of someone who lives up to the standards of the holy person and so i didn't really like being a pk i moved here about three years ago i grew up at a church back in south florida there's a lot of history and a lot of drama from that old church As a kid, I didn't realize that whatever tea happened, whatever drama happened at that church was actually very problematic. Like I didn't think it was toxic back then because I didn't know any better as a kid. But as I got older, I started thinking to myself, this is actually very toxic. Why didn't I realize this sooner? I don't even know how to describe it because back then I was just thinking, thank God we are leaving this church because it's so toxic and we don't need that kind of energy in our family we just need to escape. I don't want to have to be, I don't want our family to have to be responsible for whatever kind of drama happens there. And so there's so many stories. I don't even know what I can talk about and what I can't talk about. Okay, let me talk about the very end. So this was, I think the year before or the year of, when my dad got a new job offer, which is the one that he's in now at our current church. Basically, there's a committee and they hold discussions and elections for the new pastor because my dad's leaving. My dad recommended a really nice pastor, but they didn't approve of her. They voted no because she's a woman. I was there and I even took part in the election. And when they announced it, I was like shocked because I didn't think that our church members were that low because like 80% of the church were women and I overheard stuff here and there but I don't know how much of it is true but apparently some people thought that they didn't want a female pastor because women are too dramatic. I'm glad it didn't work out because they don't deserve her. Later on they kept calling my dad to complain that the new pastor that they eventually voted on or voted for wasn't even that great. Apparently, he doesn't visit them to have personal meetings or services. And then that got me thinking, well, you should have realized that you were taking my parents for granted and that you were taking advantage of the fact that they were offering to do more, more than they have to. There was also that thing that same year, my dad was supposed to get his severance pay, if that's what you call it, but they didn't want to give it to him for some reason. And so he didn't get it. I found out that the ones behind this were actually some of the OGs of that church. And that's when I realized that the most shocking betrayals come from those who are the closest to you. Moral of the story, you can't trust anyone, even if you've known them the longest. Time does not mean anything. I just want to clarify that not everyone at the church was like this. Like, it was just a couple people. Anyways, that was only one of the stories, one of the dramas that happened. But if you want me to spill more of the tea, I'll talk about it in private because there's not enough time fast forward to current church it's not too bad so far most of the people are pretty nice overall that doesn't mean that everyone is i'm a sunday school teacher at our church for the little kids there's like a lot of reasons why i am one of the reasons is because i like kids another reason is because i kind of have to (laughs) there's like no one else who can My mom is the other Sunday school teacher for the Korean kids and I'm the teacher for the American ones. And I always try to make sure that they're raised to be respectful and not spoiled. I call it discipline school more than Sunday school because I don't want to see any bad behavior or none of that nonsense. There are some kids who are a little bit difficult, but obviously, you know, that's normal because they're kids. They don't know any better. There's this one kid he cries a lot. I feel like he cries every week. And it's always because he's fighting with his sister or some of the other kids. It's also because he tries to get what he wants. But in the end, if it's not done the way that he wants or if it's not given to him, he'll cry. Every week. Every week. Sometimes his cries are very long. Like he'll cry for a good like 10 minutes, nonstop. That happened a couple days ago during Easter. And let me tell you, my ears were just bleeding. And so were everyone else's. Like one of the girls, she was like, can I go to my grandma because it's too loud and I can't focus on the work that I have to do. And I'm like, girl, you and me both. The kid would not stop crying. And no matter how many times I try to like fix the situation, he just doesn't stop. Normally, he does. I've done it before, but for some reason this time, it just didn't work. And that just made me think, okay, I gotta learn. I gotta learn how to deal with kids another way. If this way doesn't work, then I have to improvise. But yeah, like, that happened a couple days ago, and it happens every week. But another thing is that his parents are not the best This is like the nicest way I can phrase it because I know this is a podcast and I'm not supposed to like bash on anyone like that, but I just have to get it out. The parents, they're very young, a little too young and not ready to be responsible for kids, in my opinion. And of course, you know, no one's fully ready to have kids at first, but you're supposed to learn and improve. It's a learning process. It's not something that you can just ignore, but they don't even have the most basic manners that a person should have and hopefully they realize that sooner than later like they don't really take responsibility for their kids they don't clean up after them they always show up late they don't express any gratitude if they do it's only when there's other people around there was that one time when their kids made a mess after snack time it was right when the service was over and they came to pick up their kids and i told them oh by the way they left a mess and they still have their snack to finish And then the mom was just like, oh, okay, and then leaves with the kid. And I'm like, excuse you? Clean up after your kid. And obviously, at the time, I was like, be calm, be patient, be a PK, be a good person. In my head, that's just all I've been saying. But how many times do I have to be patient for that? Kids and their parents should be responsible to clean up after themselves. And if the kids won't be responsible, then their parents should at least take responsibility and clean up after their kids. You're not having kids just because. There are responsibilities. Yes, it's your child. It's your next generation. It's all the other good things that come out of kids. But there's also the difficult stuff. Like you can't just ignore those. That's just the easy way out. And taking care of kids is not easy, and I don't even have kids, but I realized that at the Sunday school. I realize I've just been completely bashing on that family, but I just wanted to rant because from my experiences, usually the church isn't the problem. It's the people. My dad said that I should learn from other people, whether they're good or bad. If I see someone who possesses a bad attitude, then I should learn to avoid that kind of behavior, and if I see someone who possesses a good attitude, then I should learn to follow in their footsteps. But I think some people get the wrong idea that being a Christian means being a Christian only on Sundays at church. But even at church, they'll do stuff that's like considered having a bad attitude. Being a good Christian doesn't mean you just go to church on a regular basis, like you go to school and work. There's a lot more to it. I did grow up in a Christian family, but I realized as I got older that there are so many things in my life that I should be grateful for. Like, I went to college with scholarships and graduated with no debt. I have a family and a home to wake up in and come back to every day. I have my own car. I remember being really jealous of my friends back in high school for being able to drive around by themselves and get their own car at 16. I got mine at 20, which is still very young for a first car. And that's why I'm grateful. I will say that the Christian life isn't an easy life. You won't always get whatever you ask for just because you prayed for it. There will be times when you'll get discouraged because you feel like all you've been doing is waiting. That's how I felt all my life. And I still feel that way. But if you pray for a mansion, chances are you're not going to get a mansion the next day. That was a bad example because it's not good to pray for materialistic things. And speaking of, I remember back in high school, praying for God to send me to an Ivy League or a top five school for college. And I realized when I got to UF, I think it was my sophomore year, that that was the wrong way to ask. I shouldn't have asked him to give me something just because I want it. You know, the better way was to ask for whatever's right for me and whatever will help me. And then I was able to see during my time in college that UF was actually climbing its way up to become a top five public university. And it happened during my senior year, right before I graduated. So even if it took a couple of years, I eventually got what I prayed for at the very end. And through that experience, I learned to be patient and what it means to be patient. Anyways, I feel like I'm always being given so many opportunities to see things from a different perspective. And it's not something that I can thank myself or even my parents for. I'm constantly learning through these experiences that I should always try to see things in a positive light and be kind. I feel like this episode was a time of reflection for me. I really hope you made it to the end and understood why church isn't as bad as I described it in the beginning. I told you I had a point, and I always do. Or at least I try to before I say anything that might sound controversial. I never say things for no reason or just because. If you want to stay updated on the episodes as they come out, follow my Instagram at Michelle Sumili, and please follow and share if I had to talk. Episodes will be out every Wednesday morning on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. See you next week.